like my father was. He's Tennessee and unafraid. Oh, free. Spent time as a kid. Hills of Carolina. Mountains and valleys there. There's no place finer. Till my time begin with. Hello. I don't know if y'all caught that, but Morgan knows nothing. I know um, nothing. And I have no voice still. Um, yeah, it's just the day after we recorded him <laughs> last week's episode. Uh, it's just the next day. We're trying to get our shit together. Yeah. <laughs> we're trying to get on schedule. We are, because we said we were going to do that for this new year, and so we're we're doing it. Um, We're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's so you guys heard in the State of the Union kind of where we're at. There has been another turn of events uh, with since we recorded the State of the Union. Was that <laughs> yesterday, yesterday or the day before? It doesn't matter. It was one of those two. It was in the last 48 hours. Yes. Um, we've had a dramatic change um, or not change, but saga. I don't yeah. know. I don't um, know. I'm, I'm about to be going to spend the night in the hospital suite with my mother so yeah uh so we're we're not gonna give we're gonna have to just do another um state of the union 2.0 next week um but we wanted to just offer a kind of lighter more fun story well some of this is actually kind of heavy but in a different kind of heavy yeah Um, for like you and for us and just you know trying to stay sane in between my hospital hours at this point i have spent so much time in hospitals with family members that Mm -hmm. i am fairly positive I could take the MA exam without studying. No, I literally think that you could have some kind of medical <laughs> Like I've already done my internship and everything. You have guys. done you have done quite a few medical internships. That's Truly. For sure. yeah. Yes. I know if you have a family member that is in a hospital facility and you need advice, I will help you. And I'm really good at making things run smoothly. Yeah. Sarah is really good at navigating the ins and outs of being a hospital And patient. transition back home to other facilities, yeah. hospice, you name it. I, I got that in my bag now. Yes, you do. Uh, yeah, we are, our family is essentially where we were regulars at the hospitals. Yes. All of them in the city of Knoxville. I'm even friends with security. Exactly. So, <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah, so I'm Sarah. I'm the older cousin whose voice is still on vacation. I wish I could join it. <laughs> Truly. I'm Morgan. I am the older cousin. No, you're not. Oh, she's... <laughs> this is why I swear to God. How many times did I say that? I swear to God. All day and yesterday and all this entire... The last few weeks, I keep getting... Like, I t- I'm testing regularly, like, COVID tests just because, like, I'm, you know, doing things. And I'm testing negative but i'm like i swear to god i have some kind of like covid fog brain or just like pandemic fog brain or just like ongoing what the fuck is this world and life fog brain i don't know my brain does not work which is why at the, at the beginning of this episode you heard me say i know nothing <laughs> i'm not the older cousin what the fuck she um, knows nothing i'm the younger cousin who knows nothing um <laughs> who is gonna get on the road tomorrow to Which go back I'm to DC. I'm so sad about. I just need to, I need to go with you. I know, honestly. <laughs> I wish I could. Me too. Um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a week. So anyways, that's who we are. Uh, now that we've got that straight, this is going to be interesting seeing me stumble through this if I don't even know which cousin I am. <laughs> so buckle up. 
<laughs> um, we're going to do an episode where we kind of just like, there's one specific funny story that we want to tell, but it's just a very small story. So we're kind of just jumping in chronologically to kind of fill in some, here's also some trauma and some things that happened and like how it's manifested, all the things, whatever. Um, kind of since the mattress story and kind of the story of like when my my mom went missing in college, you know, the cupcake story, like kind of picking up from there, filling in some pieces. So I'm just going to jump in. Um, so I was a senior in college and I had a dog. I actually had tried to adopt a dog. I feel very passionately about adopting dogs. Tried to adopt a dog from the animal shelter and I was not 21. You guys know now at this point that I graduated young. My birthday is young for my grade. Um, so I was not 21 yet and they would not let me adopt a dog. Which I have a huge problem with that. I mean, you can have children as soon as your reproductive organs have matured and you're telling yeah. me I can't adopt a dog. Yeah. So what the fuck? I mean, I had a steady job. I actually lived in that little house with the the three girls, whatever, like yeah. the roommates. I lived in a home. Like, we, you know, like we had a yard. I was capable. You can do everything at 18 and still can't adopt a dog. Yeah. So they wouldn't let me adopt a dog. I was so sick about it. So I went on to the Craigslist where one goes to find <laughs> things in life. And I found this, uh, you know, little post for $25 um, pit bull puppies. So I was like, yeah, I'll take a little pity mix, you know, whatever. And so I drive down to like a very sketchy part of pretty rural Tennessee. Uh, sketchy is in like high meth use. Yes area of mountain people exactly <laughs> um you know not to stereotype i feel like we've earned the right to say this shit though um and they it was the, you know this the, these people they had these tiny puppies very clearly not pit bull puppies but i was like whatever like this is clearly not a great situation for these puppies so i took one 25 dollars um and its little tail had been docked but it was like crooked <laughs> yeah and I was like, this puppy clearly needs, like, out of this situation. So I took it, named him Bash. He was four weeks old. Literally four weeks old. Like, you're not supposed to yeah. separate a puppy that young. Um, so he was just a little tiny baby, and he was my baby. I mean, I had him when I lived with roommates, and then I moved into living by myself my last year of college. Um, and he was just, like, you know, my world, my little tiny baby. Yes. Um, that's when I had the same boyfriend that has been mentioned in, you know, all the previous episodes. Um, well, I had the dog first, and then I got the boyfriend. Um, <laughs> important. She's like, now we need a daddy. Exactly. <laughs> Let me get you, you know, a, a male role model for your life. Um, and this was... Shortly after my mother had gone missing and all of that drama and, yeah. you know, she was living with the boyfriend, whatever, her and I were not on good terms. Um, can I do a real quick side note? Of course. And I sent you this TikTok, but I watched a TikTok today, this morning in my sleeplessness that was like, God, why girls be seeing a pit bull in the alley and adopting it? I be seeing a pit bull in the alley. I be running. <laughs> this thing used to be scoring. Next thing you know, its name is Nicole, and it's eating vegan treats. <laughs> 
I can't help it. When you were talking about the Pitbull puppies, I was just like, that TikTok Wait, was on point. I have to watch that. I sent you the TikTok about the guy who was talking, uh, he was a black man, and he was like, do y'all's dogs know what race they are? He was like, my dog knows he's a black dog. And he started giving all these examples. It was hilarious. He was like, white people, do y'all, did your dog know that it's a white dog? <laughs> it's so valid. It was really funny. I'll have to, did I send that to you? Yes. Okay. We'll oh, have yeah. to send it See to you it. guys too. I don't know uh, where the fuck we're going. I'll post do the these link TikTok. to the white girl pit bulls. Okay, <laughs> that's hilarious. It's very true. And then his name is Nicole. And Nicole's <laughs> got a sweater. <laughs> vegan food. That's hilarious. Um, which is funny. I mean, I guess that was only, it. Would have been me, but that was <laughs> not a pit bull. bull. He was like a beagle mix. Like, not even close. We'll post a photo of him so you guys can see, like, what the fuck I received. Um, <laughs> I forgot that detail that he was supposed to be a pitbull. I, I don't think I've checked my TikTok either, so I have to go look at that. That's hilarious. Um, but, yeah, so he was supposed to be a pitbull, whatever. My whole world. Loved him so much. Um, I So, yeah, um, mother gone missing, whatever. Um, so, <laughs> sorry, this is about to take a very tragic turn. We're laughing. <laughs> Um, one morning, uh, Bash, like, got out, I let him out, whatever, I don't know, um, went missing, he had Beagle in him, caught a scent, I'll just keep this quick, got hit by a car, tragically passed away, it was horrific. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've, as you know, we've been through quite a bit of trauma and, and death. But I think to this day, Bash is probably the hardest one. Like, yeah. absolutely devastating. Luckily, I had that boyfriend who, like, really helped me get through it. But, like, I went through a really hard time. Like, you know, we were obviously partying and drinking. I mentioned he was in a fraternity, whatever, at that time. And, like, there is a direct correlation of, like, excessive drinking for me And after Bash passed away. Yeah. Really, really hard. I remember I was in an engineering conference when it happened, and I remember getting up and leaving and, like, going to the facilities and just, like, being in shock because not only was it, you know, it's always tragic to lose your furry friends, right? But yes. the facility that she worked with that was treating him was really shitty to oh my God. her. And just bad practice. I mean, just like everything was triggering about the experience. It was unbelievable. Yeah, it was it was really bad. Um like, I mean, we found him before he had passed. Like, I held him on the way to the vet, whatever. They basically, we got there. They said, like, it was an emergency event because it was, like, in the middle of the night or something. Like, there were some details about, like... early. Yeah, it was very early in the morning. There were some details about, like, I was not feeling well and, like, Bash had wanted to go out. I don't know. I, I, it's been some years now, obviously, but... um they basically were like, you should go home. We'll let you know an update. We went back home, like fell asleep for a few hours and called them back for an update. And they're like, oh yeah, by the way, he died. <laughs> and then I came to get him and he was like in a trash bag. And it was just, and they were like demanding payment before like, it's just all the bad practices, man. Yeah. They called me before we had a chance to like go pick up his body. Like we were like, I mean, I was obviously inconsolable and they called me and were like are you coming down here like should we leave him should we go ahead and put him in the freezer or like what do you want us to do with his body like yeah just very cold that was yes. a fucking terrible place oh my god shout out to all the good vets yeah because i have experienced some amazing empathetic vets in different areas especially here yeah in knoxville and shout out you know if you're not in it for the right reason get out seriously get god. out that was terrible um so super super traumatic like I remember, and, you know, this was all I was still in college and, like, really hadn't begun to address, like, any of my trauma, and this was such a huge trauma. Um, I remember 
I started Game of Thrones, like, shortly after, like, boyfriend and I graduate, moved to Nashville, like we mentioned, whatever, get the mattress that we've talked about, all of that. Um, and I remember we started Game of Thrones, like, boyfriend had already seen Game of Thrones, and I hadn't, so he was, like, showing me so we could, like, get caught up. And that first episode, uh, <laughs> I'm not giving you a spoiler alert. The show's been out for a long time. It's been <laughs> over. So if you if I'm spoiling something for you, that's on you. Um, the first episode, they like kill the wolf or whatever, and I I had a panic attack seeing that scene. Like I lost my shit. Like I was just yeah, it was super traumatic, and I just had not begun to really address anything. Um, so but the boyfriend and I decided that um. After Bash passed away, it was actually his idea because Bash, as one does with dogs, their names evolve into many, many nicknames. Um, you know, he was, I mean, he had like four names or whatever, but like some one nickname that stuck that I think my dad had started was Basharelli. Yep. Um, <laughs> and so the my boyfriend at the time uh, kind of was like, you know, when we move and graduate, uh, we should get a, another dog together and we should name it Relly in honor of Bash. Um, so that was like very sweet. And, you know, it was like it, it was a name that would work, whether it was male or female, whatever. And uh, obviously we found Relly. And you guys get to hear him every week. Yeah, you hear him. You know him <laughs> very well. He's very opinionated. It was actually sweet. Um, it's so sweet. Like I was traveling and it was like Morgan's birthday it was my birthday I was traveling too for work training that's right and so it was my birthday yeah the boyfriend had decided to go ahead and move forward with an adoption well I had told him I had said we were we had looked at a shelter maybe once and like whatever we knew that when we saw Relly we would know it yeah and I remember I was leaving for a weekend trip to do training for work. It was my first job um, when we moved to Nashville. And I was like, if you want to go to the shelter without me and look this weekend to see if Relly's there, like, that's fine. Like, if you want to get Relly. <laughs> and he called you, right? Yeah, because obviously he's fretting. Morgan's not in town. I'm traveling. He's like, I think I found him. Like, do you think that she'd be okay with me, like, getting him and she's not here? Like, he's wanting to surprise her, you know, as she comes back from her trip, which is just adorable and so sweet. And I just remember how excited he was and, like, the pictures. And, like, I was also talking to Morgan, who was traveling and, like, pretending like I didn't know anything, yeah. you know. But it was, like, the most adorable interaction. And so obviously sweet. he wound up getting really... Well, <laughs> it's funny, too, because I'm... And it's funny in life, like, people who, people always try to surprise me and I always figure it out before, like, every <laughs> yeah. time. Um, but I remember calling him because I had a layover and I was just like, hey, like, what are you doing, you know? And he was, like, trying to play, you know, just trying to be normal. And I heard barking in the background. <laughs> and I immediately am like, what is that? And he was like, what is what? And I was like, was that barking? I'm like, I start crying. I'm like, was that Really? Oh. <laughs> and he was like, damn it. He was like, yes, I did find Relly. That's Relly in the background. Like, we're both going to pick you up from the airport today. And so I got home from the airport, you know, flight. I told y'all my brain's not working. <laughs> they picked up me up from the airport. You know, he pulled up in his car. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. And got to meet him. I'll post Baby Relly as oh well. Oh, my God. Baby Relly is the best. You, you're going to have to do shark video, too. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I'll post like that one. Favorite. He's so sad. So, like, obviously, Relly's name has evolved, just like my dogs have. And so yes. I love to call him Rillington. 
Yes. And then I also like to call them row bells, which row everybody bells. does. And yes. then just bells. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. All the names. And I usually call him Bubba. I'm just like, come on, Bubba. But I mean, he has healed me in a lot of ways after Bash because that was really tough. Um, and it's interesting um, because I think... I don't think this is, well, we maybe touched on this a little. I can't remember now because we are getting into this. We've had quite a few episodes. I can't remember it all, y'all. You're asking a lot. Um, but just like the whole like waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah. That got way worse after Bash. Yeah. Like that sudden death like kind of shook me in a way. And that was like a really close to me sudden death, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, he's my baby who, you know, we spent every day together. Um, to the point where like, you know, the boyfriend would be, like, traveling for work or, like, you know, driving home in traffic and his phone would die. And I would just lose my shit. And and it would, you know, it kind of caused some arguments between us because it, it felt like I was being, like, controlling. And it was like, I'm really not. Like, it's not a controlling thing. Like, I'm afraid you've, you, you're dead. you died. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're dead in my mind. And my anxiety with that is inconsolable and like if you're you know he used to be kind of bad about like letting his phone die like i remember him being on a work trip that one time and his Mm -hmm. phone had died and i couldn't get in touch with him and i was like calling sarah like freaking out yeah just like inconsolable anxiety that like waiting on the other shoe to drop is hard anxiety for sure when even back to just really in general like Morgan is a, an amazing, you know, dog mom, but she's like so in tune. Like if there's ever anything wrong, I mean, anxiety high, like, you know, d- addressing it to the nines, you know what I mean? And so, I mean, sometimes it sucks because yeah. she'll like overanalyze like a little thing with him that's going wrong. Yeah. Um, but he is really emotional and kind of plays into her emotions too. <laughs> he does. He's so, dramatic. You know, I do think that there is still a lot of trauma and, like, just that unresolved anxiety with the well-being of Riley. Oh, my God, yes. Because I know what it's like to, like, suddenly and unexpectedly lose your fur baby who, you know, you you live with. Um, You know, and that's how, like, nowadays, like, if Riley has some weird symptom or something, like, I'll just call Sarah and be like, hey, can you Google this for me? (laughs) Because I just know, like, if I were to Google it and go down the rabbit hole, like, it's just not going to be good. Yeah. Like, I just know myself. I know my anxiety at this point. And, um, like, anybody that knows Morgan knows how important this dog is. Yes. <laughs> and how much she cares. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a staple that you have to realize. Yeah. And I just have to tell, like, you know, new people who, you know, are not Riley's dad that I've dated, obviously, since, you know, the boyfriend and I are no longer together. Um, I just have to explain, like, look, like, I get really anxious about Riley because I've lost bash and i have to tell them about bash and yeah i'm just like this is where this extreme anxiety comes from you know um but anyway so you know we had we got really obviously he became our entire world (laughs) we want so we had to come in for a wedding so i don't remember really was probably like a year old at this point because the wedding was in october we got really in in august so yeah i think really was a little over a year and the boyfriend and i had to come in for a wedding for a friend's wedding and we were staying with my parents at the time they were both living together at their house and because uh, where were you living i was at emory but really and my dog didn't get along oh that's right yeah, yeah. your dog at the time yeah so I could, we couldn't stay with you um and um, i'll tell the one story first and then the more fun story <laughs> so during this trip to 
things happened. Um, one of them were was that my dad and the boyfriend and I had gone to dinner. And we left Relly at home. You know, we've mentioned before, like, my mom doesn't really, would never really partake in things like that. Like, you know, she's an alcoholic. Like, in the evenings, like, that's her time to partake in that. So, but like, then she would chastise you for going. Well, yes. She would. <laughs> um, and I just remember we were at dinner. And, and like, as much as I'm obsessed with Relly, like, so was, so was Relly's dad. Yeah. Like, very much, like, that dog is is our world very protective which is why we still have like holiday like he still gets the dog for the holidays like he's he loves that dog just as much as i do um and you know luckily we're like still friends and all the things but uh we get a call at dinner and it's my very not sober mother telling me that Relly got out and i mean the boyfriend went through bash with me like i mean he very much had that trauma as well like he loved bash and he was with me when all of it happened you know um and so we both immediately are like freaking out like absolutely freaking out and we're like what do you mean really got out because my parents have a fenced backyard so like what do you mean and she's very much just just very not sober and not being kind and just like we can't really get a story straight so we just like leave dinner we tell my dad, like, sorry, like, we have to immediately rush home. Yeah. We're, like, flying. He's driving. He's being much more calm than I am. He has less trauma. So the anxiety was a le- <laughs> normal level of anxiety, whereas mine was just, like, inconsolable. Yeah. So I'm, like, faster, you know, I'm, like, calling her again and, like, what do you mean? Like, are you looking for him? Are you outside? And she's, like, he's just going to end up like Bash. Did you know Bash got fucking hit? psycho. Bash got hit by a car, yeah. And I was just like, oh my fucking God. Freaking out. We get back and really, funny enough, we're just a little family of anxiety. Riley's a very anxious dog. He does not <laughs> like to be apart from his family. So like we get back. What she had done was like let him out of the front door. I don't we know think why. on purpose at this point. I mean, it's like, why would you do that? I don't know if the backyard was muddy or like, what the fuck? But like, it's very hard to justify or, or put reason as to why that would happen. Um, but we basically get there, you know, scream for him. And he just immediately runs to us. Thank God. Uh, so he was fine. Everything was fine. But like, that was like strike two for my boyfriend and his feelings towards my mother. <laughs> I mean, anyone that I date, like, it's already kind of like, hey, you know, I have a strained relationship with my mother. And, like, you know, at some point they'll they'll hear a voicemail that she's left for me. So they're like, oh, hell no. You know, if they genuinely yeah. care about me, they're like, fuck this bitch. Yes. <laughs> Talking to you that way kind of thing. You know, people always are like, yeah, they don't really like my mom because she's not very nice to me. <laughs> um, and they don't have the familial maternal daughter Guilt, feelings of guilt and all the things that I do. <laughs> so he already didn't love her. Um, and this was a big deal for him, obviously. I mean, he was like, she will never be around really. And, <laughs> yes. like, and I'm just like, damn, if we have children, like, this is going to be hard. <laughs> how do I convince him, like, just let her see her grandchild? At this point, I'm on his side. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> With everything. I mean, and he, uh, yeah, his point was completely reasonable. Um, so then, and honestly, these, this may have been a separate trip, but this did happen. And then, so that was kind of strike one. And then, um, we, we were there for the wedding. Again, maybe this rally situation didn't happen in the same exact trip. It doesn't matter. There for a wedding, staying with my parents. 
getting ready for the wedding and for whatever reason I was downstairs in her bathroom. I think there's like better lighting than the upstairs yeah. bathroom or like maybe someone needs to use the Bar upstairs. Is bigger. Exactly. Like there's more space. So I was doing my makeup in her bathroom and she was, you know, again, not sober. We start arguing. I don't remember about what, but the boyfriend who was like very calm, very easygoing. Look, I had man is from Vermont. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. That's all you got to say. He's from Vermont. Exactly. Just <laughs> easygoing guy. Um, I had never really seen him like super fired up or mad, like did, does not have a temper or anything. Um, just a very reasonable person. And he hears, he's upstairs getting ready and hears what's, you know, being said to me. You know, my mom and I are really getting into it. I don't even remember what it, it was It doesn't about. matter what it's about because the stuff that Morgan's mother says to her is always the same, and it's the worst, most shitty thing you could ever say to people. Yeah, yeah. And again, I think we are going to play you guys a voicemail at some point. Oh, man, you're in for it. You're in for it. (laughs) So he comes downstairs, and I was not expecting this at all. Because again, he's not, you know, a confrontational, you know, dude, whatever. Would have never expected him to do this. But he comes downstairs, and he was like, I know you're not talking to Morgan like this. (laughs) <laughs> and he's he's a big he's six three like he's a very tall man he is and of course my mom is like oh you know she's very oh, you confrontational her yeah. and it is on like Donkey Kong yeah when she's not sober we've mentioned before like she is physically confrontational she is like very aggressive and and scary there I have nightmares about her so she's I, like oh you know and she's like getting in his face like screaming at him and he's just defending me and like he, you know he's basically saying like you're you are not going to talk to Morgan that way you know she doesn't deserve to be spoken that to that way like how dare you kind of thing like he's being very reasonable uh and she's not <laughs> and she's also not sober which is an important detail because <laughs> she, you know it, it's it escalates my dad starts you know kind of trying to like intervene and all of a sudden she rears back and tries to spit in his face well she does she spits in his face <laughs> luckily she was not sober we had so she had some cotton mouth going on so it was very much a dry spit it didn't actually get to him <laughs> She tried so hard to spit and nothing came She tried out. like a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> and like, that's the most degrading thing you can do. No, it is the most disrespectful thing you can do to someone. Like truly, like, you might as well just punch somebody in the face. Yes. Spitting on them is so fucked. In the face. In the face. She did, it was no spitting on the shoe. It was tried to spit in his face. <laughs> I mean, she did. It just, again, <laughs> luckily, thank God she wasn't sober. Can you imagine what was going through his head at that point? No, I guess what was going through his head was like, wow, I really must love Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> because what the fuck? <laughs> or maybe he was thinking, do I love Morgan? Did you with some dragon breath? Did you getting spit on? <laughs> Not to mention the, like, racist shit she was saying about his Jewish family. Like, fuck up shit. <laughs> yes. So um, bad. So I mean, bad. she really, Because really... she cuts deep. It's not petty shit. It's, like, to the bone. Yeah, like, the most horrible thing she could say. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. He got spit on twice. And honestly, <laughs> I wish I'd asked him before this episode, like, what happened after that? Because at that point, like, it's a blur to me. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Um, I can't remember if, like... I think he was, like, in shock. Well, yeah, I would have been. 
Yeah, and I think probably my dad intervened at that point. Um, Hello, everyone. It's Morgan from the future, and I'm interjecting into the episode to um, actually read the ex-boyfriend's recollection of the incident. I was able to text him and get his his story, so I'm going to read it now. He said, So I will say that my memory of that night was fuzzy on either side of the incident, but I remember coming home from maybe a dinner with your dad. She was staying at your dad's place, and while we were out and about, she got suckered up as usual. You and I would typically jet up to your room to get away from any nonsense, but you either forgot something or needed to go downstairs for some reason. I was in your room on my phone when I heard the beginning of what sounded like an argument between you two. Now, I'd heard you two argue on the phone and such, and little arguments here and there, but this was the first time I was there when it escalated to real-life verbal abuse. I can't for the life of me remember what she said that set me off, But I heard her say something super fucked up, and I just thought there was no way I was about to sit upstairs and let her open fire on you. So in a little bit of a white-hot rage, I went downstairs and said something to the extent of, you are not going to talk to her like that. And from there on, basically just stood there while tried to get me to snap and hit her, I guess. Started with her saying, this doesn't involve you, you're nothing, and a piece of shit. Pretty vanilla. (laughs) Then we got juicy when she started dropping anti-Semitic things, like you're just a dirty Jew or something. I remember laughing out loud when she said it. Seeing that she wasn't really phasing me, she resorted to getting right up in my face and trying to spit. But as we know with drugs, sometimes they can result in dry mouth, and luckily for me, that was the case. Rather than a big, hateful loogie, all I got was a nice little spiteful mist. (laughs) To be honest, I think it de-escalated from there. I don't remember much past the spit mist, but needless to say, I didn't converse with her much after that. Um... I, I reminded him, I said, I was getting ready for that wedding. And he was like, oh, that's right. As mentioned, very fuzzy. Um, <laughs> God bless him for dealing with that. Uh, anyways, I will let you guys get back to the episode. I'm obviously super upset. The wedding was for, like, one of my friends. It wasn't a mutual friend. Um, we are super late to the wedding. I'm calling you. Oh, because I... That's right. No, it, this is, I'm glad this worked out. I just remember this detail. I had, we had to bring Relly over to your house. Yes. Because I was like, it was the same visit. Boyfriend was like, you are abs, we're absolutely after that, not leaving Relly yes, with her. Yeah. Like, and I was like, it's okay. I can manage different rooms, dogs. Yeah. And Sarah like did some, yeah, <laughs> putting dogs in one room, whatever, like yeah. separating them because, and so we were literally late to the wedding. Yeah. To where the reception or the, uh, what's the thing called? The ceremony. The ceremony had started and we had to like walk in late and like sit in the very back. Yeah. Type shit because we had to take Riley over because she had just spit in his face. Yeah. yeah. And had already last time almost wished death upon him. And like lost the dog. And yeah. lost the dog. So we were like absolutely not. So yeah, we're late because we were going to leave Riley there with my, because my dad was going to be there. Yeah. So we were. We were comfortable with that, but then... And then he saw the devil. He, he was like, he got spit today, on. Satan, my dog is not staying with you. He was like, fuck no. Um, and at that point, like, he's probably thinking, like, wow, is this really what I want to sign myself up for? Um, <laughs> and of course, I'm over here like, stop subjecting yourself, just come to my house. Yeah. Like... Don't even bother going back over there. That was probably like the last time we ever stayed over there. I'm sure it was. Yeah. 
Um, God bless him. I mean, he stayed with me for years after that. I know. <laughs> and I mean, I think I mean, it. in his defense, he did make sure you didn't live in Knoxville. That's true. <laughs> That's true. And uh, he didn't really want to be around her much after that. <laughs> no. Can't really blame him. No. Uh, God bless. I mean, luckily, I have like a lot more boundaries in place now to where I don't think any of my significant others would ever be in that position again. Right. Uh, I just wouldn't allow it but um god bless that poor man getting spit on i mean again, thank god for cotton mouth <laughs> and the dry spit oh my god the things we put and are... you wonder why Riley has like anxiety he's gone through all this stuff too <laughs> yeah he has god you're right <laughs> Poor dog. Uh, oh, man. man. So, you know, ever since then, it's been very difficult to introduce a significant other <laughs> to my mother. Look, I'm going to be legit. We did a visit this week. I think I already mentioned Oh, are it. you going to tell the gift story? Please do. Is that what you're about to do? No, but I can. But I was just going to mention the fact that anytime Morgan is, like, even speaking to someone, she won't tell them that. <laughs> their name to the family and her mom has a shit over it oh yeah (laughs) she's like what's his last name and i'm like i am not gonna tell you that because you're gonna go stalk him and then like try to find anything negative possible and then like (laughs) attack me be mean about it yeah so she was like, yeah. well, I don't I even can't believe you won't tell me. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, well, and she's like, well, I don't even care anyways. And I'm like, well, good. You're asking then. <laughs> it is bizarre what we have to do to protect ourselves and uh, the identity of others. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, bitch, I'm not giving you the identity of anyone I'm seeing because you have a history of spitting in my lover's faces. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, they they did get upset with us because we bought a gift for a family friend who kills himself and, and is so vulnerable and helps our family and is an angel and gets treated like crap. So we decided to get him just a little gift, which material things mean the world to our family. Yeah. And so fun. they got extremely jealous about it. Well, I couldn't deliver said gift because there was an ice storm. And this is a person that helps them all the time. Mm-hmm. So when we went over there this week. I was like, well, since they already had a fit about the fact that we got him a gift, and I'm pretending not to know because this was a voicemail directed at Morgan. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to bring the gift and let them give it to him. <laughs> you got to stay petty to stay sane. I've said so, it before. So we did. And it was good enough until we left. And yeah, as soon as we pull out, they fucking call us, call Sarah, to question, I mean, they they went through the gift as soon as we walked out of the door that we gave them to give to someone. They went, they immediately opened the gift that did not belong to them. It was, I mean, basically it was dog toys. For the dog of this man. And they were related to like you know an interest of his and like we got it in dc and he used to live in dc it was just like just a very small sweet gift he just loves his dog yeah and they they called and they were like he did you mean to give him dog toys and we're like yeah he has a dog yeah they were questioning our gift like quality controlling it like calling and accusing us of wronging gifting him after going through a gift that wasn't even theirs 
can but and and it was just like we're so desensitized to like the fucking crazy frankly the fucking crazy being shit they about do everything yeah and being told like everything that we do is like wrong and not right that we didn't even question them on the fact that they fucking opened a gift that was <laughs> not theirs can you imagine if, if someone said, hey, since you're going to see them, can you pass this gift along, you know, whatever, to this other adult, that you, and you're an adult. And as soon as that person leaves, you immediately open the gift. the gift. And then call and question what you're giving. I would never. <laughs> if someone said, please give this gift to someone because you're going to see them, I would. it would never cross my mind to open the gift. And then question what you were giving. I, and then call them and be like, Are, did you mean to give them this? <laughs> what? It took us a whole, like, week. The car ride happened and we were like, what the fuck? And then, you know, whatever. We just, like, brushed it off, got talked about other shit, got home. Hours later, we were like, no, it was the next morning. Yeah. The next morning, we were like, wait, that was so fucked up. What <laughs> yeah. the fuck? We were so in tune of, like, defending ourselves that we did nothing wrong because imposter syndrome i wonder why we have it we're constantly defending our actions constantly yeah. not even think about how messed up the entire act was yeah like their actions we're over here trying to defend our actions <laughs> when our actions are normal and theirs <laughs> are fucked up we had to like really i was like we have to spend more time questioning <laughs> and sitting with and just acknowledging how not normal that actions is. are yes. that is so fucking weird who does that nobody god um but oh man we were still on their street when they called to question what we were giving <laughs> in the gift that was in a gift bag with tissue paper i mean they like the door shut behind <laughs> us and the they opened they tore that gift open i hope they put the paper back in nicely <laughs> I mean, goddamn. Can you imagine? No. So, that's... don't be going through other people's gifts, people, okay? Yeah, oh, Jesus. Keep it, keep it silly and simple. <laughs> and I'm silly and sane and whatever. God. Keep it, listen, it's the three S's. Keep it silly, sane, and simple. Yes. <laughs> and don't spit another S. The S that you don't do is to spit in people's faces. <laughs> don't spit in people's You know, that's actually even, I'm pretty sure, like, from a legal standpoint, it's, like, uh, considered assault. I would surely. I'm pretty sure it is. I think that's assault. <laughs> I think if you're spreading your, if you're forcefully spreading your germs and bodily fluids on someone, that's assault. Into their face. <laughs> God damn. That poor man. I mean, he really, God bless him. He's such a great person. He went through a lot with my family. And like, I mean, again, this is the same mattress boyfriend. I mean, that man really went through The stories it. run deep. Yeah. We, I need to get him to like send me a little like blurb before we post this episode of like what happened after he got spit on. <laughs> Just to like... We need his take. Yeah, we or maybe do. maybe I can get him to like record something. And we can like edit it in or something. That'd be awesome. I would love it. <laughs> oh my gosh, um, that one never gets old. It just doesn't. And again, like it, I don't like warn new significant others or new people that I'm dating. Like, hey, you might get your spit in. 
you know, might get spit on in your face or however you word that. I don't do that because, again, like, I would just, I would, my boundaries are much stronger. I would never put them in, in that position again. I learned from that. Yeah. But uh, it is a good, like... It's a good story. It's a good, it's a light one. Just like, hey, yeah. let me tell you about the time my mom spit in my boyfriend's face. <laughs> but didn't actually spit because she but was no so fucked up. It came out because she had cotton mouth. <laughs> <laughs> God bless. Oh, so, you can't make it up. You can't. Um, so we hope that you guys are having a good week. We hope that nobody is spitting on anybody <laughs> unless it's like sexually consensual. Then you that's know, that's great. Have at it. <laughs> yes. But if it's an aggressive spitting in the face, like we we have left that in the yeah. years in the past. We don't do that anymore. So we hope that you guys are keeping it silly. Silly, simple, and sane. Yes. Exactly. And not spitting. Yes. Um, Like we said, next week, you'll hear the 2.0 update. It's fucking heavy as shit. So just (laughs) prepare yourself. This is probably the worst thing we've ever dealt with. Nope. I think we can safely say that, right? Yeah. 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 And at this point, you guys know a good bit of what we dealt with so <laughs> yeah the bar is high <laughs> yes it is um so yeah we're we're doing our best though and we hope you guys are doing your best and thanks for listening and as always send us your thoughts your feedback um come talk to us in the facebook group all the things yes thank you so much for spending your time with us yeah we're always grateful so yes we love you so much talk we next week you. bye, bye.